Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's February 4, Monday. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japheth de Oliveira. And let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you, Lord, for the way that you protect us, the way that you guide us, uh, for the wisdom of the word that we have, for the encouragement behind it. I want to thank you, Lord, for Paul's writings and uh, the concepts that he's going through, the inspiration that you gave him. God, as we wrestle through this text, may we find fresh application, fresh insights. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, today I am reading from the New Living Translation. Ephesians 5, verses 21 to 33, subheading Spirit-Guided Relationships, Wives and Husbands. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the Savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. I just I wanted oh, to ask yeah, yeah. A, qu- yeah. a quick clarifying question. Paul was not married. Am I right about that? Yes, uh, that is the basic prevalent idea that Paul was not married. And there never are some, have been married. Uh, there are some people who believe that he was married because the Jewish tradition was that he should be married because he was uh, going to become a rabbi. A Jew, uh, but yes, they believe that he was not married. That he was not married. Either she had died or he had, or had she had broken well, off. Well, because, or, I mean, I could point out that he reminds me a lot of people who give parenting advice who don't have children. <laughs> Um, there's that general feeling of just like you, okay, that's interesting, but you don't know what you're talking about from personal experience. I take experience. it that you're not a fan of this particular passage. Would you expect me to be a fan of this I particular passage you, after think... my outburst of yesterday with how exhausted I am by hearing about it for 47 years may... of my life and expecting that if I should live another 47, I will hear about it. Maybe, regularly. maybe this week we should get like a plaque made with the... I mean, the thing is, I don't even travel in circles where people talk about this stuff. Yeah. And I feel exhausted by it. So can you imagine if I were a person who really was inundated in this world? Uh, well... How bad that would be? I know. So, I know. anyway. There are, there are... Well, here's the thing, though. And maybe maybe there is some stuff inside here that, that would actually help us uh, understand this passage better. And, and I think... I mean, that's why I'm kind of... 
I think it needs to be addressed. We need to actually talk about it. We have, oh, we should um, ask the question, though. And we should I ask the question I just wanted to know whether it. Paul was married, and as I suspected, and, he, he and was not. And Paul was very good friends with lots of women as well, um, and very very good friends. And good remember friend. that Romans was actually sent forth with uh, a female preacher, um, mm-hmm. and so uh, he was uh, not a... Not as bad as people think he was. I don't think he was bad. That's um, not really what okay. I'm saying. So here is the question today. Um, this is what Mike uh, puts forward. Thayer, in his word study, says the word submission uh, in non-military use, liter- uh, it was a voluntary attitude of giving in, cooperating, assuming responsibility, and carrying a burden. This is the definition. Where might you need to choose a voluntary attitude of giving in, going along, cooperating, assuming responsibility, uh, helping to carry some of the load today? Oh, maybe in marriage. Well, obviously, I mean. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that's actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good dictionary definition there. Well, again, I mean, the, the whole operative term here is voluntary attitude. Yes. Which the way that this verse and this concept is used in the context in which I hear it, it's not a voluntary attitude, well, or it's asking you to have a voluntary attitude towards your own enslavement, <laughs> which, mm, you know, and that you're a bad it's, person it if you really don't. Bad. It is really and bad. I, I think, and it, you know, it, in it a pretty, marriage, like awful. I have no trouble voluntarily helping out you know, that people work together to run a household, to manage children, to manage your careers, to take care of all the things that you do. Obviously, everybody does that. I don't even know that I feel that there has to be kind of scattershot advice on that subject even and mass to everybody. It feels kind of obvious. So what I've done is... what is this even supposed to be about? So what I've done with people is that I've said, if you just read this text, like, you know... uh, verse 21 onwards, maybe the the best thing you could ever do is just, it says, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, for wives. And you take out the word wives, and instead of putting wives, just put in your name, mm-hmm. right? For Japheth, this means submit to, and then put in another person inside there, and put Becky inside there as the Lord, right? And immediate, Or put in whoever inside there, and just imagine that the text was written like that and it felt arbitrary it felt like there was no rationale decision like it was just like right. pfa you know pulled from air just like it suddenly appeared in the bible there was a text that just said because you were just born it says you know for all people who are five foot eleven blah 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 uh that means you must submit yeah it is that arbitrary. What, well and here's the thing i think it's like. fairly nuts to to think okay like in in your marriage one or the other of you has more knowledge or expertise in different areas than the other one I One or the other of you does not, yes. generally speaking, have all the knowledge and expertise. I and it seems like it would just be nuts <laughs> to be like, you must submit to me in all things, even things where you know far better than I do yeah. how to do this. Yeah. No, it would be, right? And actually, it'd be, it'd be, uh, it would be foolish, right? And so, therefore, we've, we've kind of pushed along the idea in society. And today, in particular, we, we really have pushed for equality and for for people coming to consensus and agreement uh, about all sorts of things. And that's actually what yesterday was talking about. How do you actually make a decision if one person's not in charge? Then how can you make well, a decision? And, okay. I also right? maintain that men don't even want this. Like generally mm. speaking, how much does the average man want to have to micromanage their wife, like figure out what their wife is going to do at every moment of the day and explain to her how to do it, how to take care of the children, how to, well, Mm. it would be if you're really, the way that they talk about it, a woman has no authority over man, a woman has no authority over, okay, so that would mean that you're basically, 
a childlike person with no agency, which would mean that you would have to have somebody doing all your thinking for you. And trust me, it's not fun to do somebody else's thinking (laughs) for them. And I don't think most people want that. I think this is about something else. Um, And I think it's just a weird cultural thing that we find ourselves in the middle of at the moment there for actually, some reason. There are some people actually and who it's have not, that way. It was not this way when I was a child. and It wasn't this way when I was growing up. It's become this way within mm. the last decade or two. I don't I know exactly Seattle when it that. happened. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying that this didn't used to be a thing yeah. in the Adventist church. It didn't used to be a thing. But the Adventist church has become different lately. I think I think all so. yeah I think that I think all people are maybe struggling through this text in in different ways and yeah, I you know interestingly I read I read uh, commentaries on this particular passage um, in preparation for the message obviously this week and uh, looking at uh, how people interpret it and so many people uh, move rapidly from yes submit and then move to the guys in charge to then move to actually the guys in charge of everything well then I think they and, should be in charge of everything and, I mean one thing I've said but, is. I think women should stop um, doing children's divisions at church, et cetera. Because, yeah. I mean, if men are supposed to be in charge of everything, you go be in charge of that. Yeah. See how well you like it. Yeah. Because they won't. Yeah. So they want to I be in charge of what they want to be in charge of. They want to be in charge of the fun stuff. Isn't, isn't that or the, the stuff that brings glory or the stuff that's easy or the stuff that yeah. is pain-free. And it's like, mm, I don't think that's actually what the text says. The text doesn't say, hey, men, you get to be in charge of everything yeah. that you want to do. It's true. It's true. And nothing that you don't. Everything is everything. So I don't, I'm kind of into being, all or nothing on this. Doesn't being in charge, though, mean that you get to decide? What no, you're it in doesn't. Because how can you put somebody being in charge <laughs> means that you then have to put somebody else in charge of something yeah, you want to do, I and agree. then they're in charge of something. I am, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. So you have badly. to really be in charge. I know. I'm teasing pretty badly. So this is why control freaks. <laughs> come to a bad end because <laughs> trying to control everything is exhausting. So thinking about the question a little bit as well, um, pulling a little bit back towards the question in what areas this could be, I actually think that it could also apply to parenting. It could become as a child to to a parent as well, as well as in marriage. And there are so many other places that submission is actually really important. And so something to think about. I'm going to repeat the question one more time because our time is up. And, and again, we still haven't even kind of defined what it means, but we're getting the hopefully questions closer. questions aren't asking us to define what um, it means, really. Well, I think that it actually will help us kind of get there better. So Thayer in his word study says the word submission in non-military use was a, vo- a voluntary attitude of giving in, cooperating, assuming responsibility and carrying a burden. Where might you need to choose a voluntary attitude of giving in, going along, cooperating, assuming responsibility to helping to carry some of the load today? Think about that. Talk with your friends about it. Live love and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.